Uh, today we are going to briefly uh, continue our series, Game Changer, uh, this morning by looking at uh, a gentleman you might have heard of, uh, Zachariah. Zachariah is the father of John the Baptist. So we're just going to get right into it. We're going to go to Luke chapter 1. So if you've got a paper Bible, if you've got a little electronic thing like I do, go ahead. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. And we're going to find out, we're going to take a look real quick to see how Jesus, even before he was born, was a game changer to Zechariah. Uh, Luke 1, 5 through 7 says this, In the time of King Herod of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was uh, not able to conceive and they were both very old. Luke is clearly pointing out that these two people are amazing, upright in the sight of God, following in the Lord's commandments. These were not perfect people. These were not sinless people. But these were people who were respected. They loved God. They chased after God. They served. Um, he was a priest uh, in the temple of the Lord. So every few weeks or a few weeks of, out of every year, he would actually serve and be in the temple helping others, connecting others to God. But, and here's the but, they were broken because they had no children. Personally, this is an older couple that probably spent years, probably decades praying, pleading with God, please give us a family. We want the opportunity to potty train someone. We want to clean crayons off the wall. And I make light of that, but at the same time, I want you to feel this. They were heartbroken. They wanted a family. They wanted kiddos. They wanted that love. So personally, they were heartbroken. Socially, people probably looked at them, their neighbors, maybe a mother-in-law, maybe some family, and looked at them, well, what's wrong with them? They don't have kids. Maybe even their community looked at them and said, well, maybe they're not good Jews. Maybe they're not good Hebrews. Maybe God uh, has something against them so they don't have kids. Uh, professionally, Zechariah was a priest. I'm sure that was difficult at work when he was trying to help families, trying to help people worship God. And somebody would look at him and say, well, we don't even have kids. Zechariah and Elizabeth were broken. They were in pain. Here's the tension I want to look at real quick today. Years of pain probably equaled a broken spirit. He received a call, a once-in-a-lifetime uh, opportunity to burn incense in the temple. And what happened there was amazing. We see the angel Gabriel come and have a conversation with Zechariah. Luke 1, 11, 17 says this, An angel of the Lord appeared to him standing the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he, he was startled, and he was gripped with fear. The angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. He will bring, I'm going to skip down a little bit, he will bring back many people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before the Lord in the spirit of power and Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents of children disobedient to the wisdom of, the righteous, uh, wisdom of righteous and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Gabriel told Zechariah, we have heard, God has heard your prayer for these years, these decades that you've been heartbroken, that you've been just absolutely lonely. 
God has heard your prayer, and you are going to have a son. And Zechariah, I'm sure he's dressed in his uh, priestly garb. He's in the temple. I'm sure he could just jump up and say, woo-hoo. Oh, well, that's right. That's great. Or rock on. I don't know what it was, but this was an awesome opportunity. This was a blessing. But unfortunately, we see him react not in a fantastic way. And I have to ask the question, why? If this is a man of God, if this is a, a man and woman that say, you know what? We want to follow God's commandments. We want to follow after a God that loves us so very much. Why do we see in verse uh, 1, 18 through 20, Zechariah's response? Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. Okay, first of all, Zechariah is not a dummy. He calls himself old and his wife well along in years probably a wise decision. You don't call your wife old. Yes. Okay. Um, the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I've been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until this day happens because you did not believe my words, which has come true at their appointed time. Zacharias says, I'm an old guy. He's filtering this through so much pain, through so much brokenness of years and decades of not having kids and crying out to God. And he kind of, his knee-jerk reaction is, well, how can you do that? I'm old and, I mean, look at my wife. I mean, how, how do I do this? He can't see God's faithfulness because of the pain that's in front of him. He can't see God's word coming true. John is going to be a part of the salvation plan through Jesus Christ. This is a time to rejoice. But his heart feels the loneliness and the brokenness for all these years. And so Gabriel gives him a sign and says, you will not speak until this happens. I ask you, what's the bigger miracle here? An older Elizabeth having a baby or a preacher priest not speaking for nine or ten months? <laughs> Both of them. Pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, we see later on that God's promise is fulfilled by the birth of John. Elizabeth gave birth to a boy and many people gather around and gave God glory for John. Zechariah broke out in song. He had the opportunity of naming his son John like the angel told him to and his tongue worked again and it was a huge blessing. It was a huge miracle and the first thing he started doing was screaming and shouting and praising God. He's broke into song. He says, and you, my child, will be called prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven. He praised God, not only for a son, but for the opportunity to see his son be a part of the salvation story, the salvation message in Jesus Christ. Guys, we live in a broken, twisted world. I don't know what's in your life. I might not know what pain or devastation that you deal with or walk in, but here's my challenge for us, for you and for me. I hope we can take note of Zechariah, a man who is longing and chasing after God, doing the right thing, but because he was so broken, because he was so bitter, because his pain was just right in front of him, this cloud of bitterness, he didn't react well to God's faithfulness. He didn't say, I'm going to live in my faith instead of live in my fear. I'm going to live in the promises that God has given, and I'm going to run with it. His reaction was, ow, my life hurts so bad I can't see this actually happening. So it is this Christmas season where I, I hope that you and I 
can walk with joy. The happiness that we find in Jesus Christ, the salvation gift that we did not earn, that we know that we can take hold of, that we can share with others, that we can be a shining example of joy no matter what our circumstances are because we have Jesus.